My name is Mateus Torquato and I'm speaking directly from Wales in the United Kingdom. Hi, I am Gabriel Bartolazzi and I'm talking from Australia. It's a great pleasure to have you here. Welcome to the very first episode of our podcast where we're going to talk about life overseas, abroad, away from our home country. Yes, that is right. Welcome, guys. And we are here today with a special guest. Right, Casey? Say hello to our listeners. Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> hey Casey, nice to have you here. Thank you for accepting our invitation. Yeah, thank you for having me. Even before you, you introduce yourself, we have a challenge for you. Mm. So every international guest in the show we have um, an initial challenge. Are you ready? Yeah, and, 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 yeah. But just before you, we go with the challenge, just letting you know, Casey, that you need to do well in the challenge, all right? Otherwise, we cancel this episode. Yeah. So um, based, uh, no, no pressure, coach. No pressure. <laughs> based on your performance, based on your performance on on this set challenge, you will be able to proceed with the recording or not, right? So no pressure, but we need to nail it. Okay. What is the challenge, Matheus? The challenge is um, you need to pronounce the name of our podcast in Portuguese, which is, of course, I'm not gonna say it. Oh, suck. <laughs> but. <laughs> Have you written it? Can somewhere? you write it for me? I don't have it written. Oh, yeah. come on, Gabriel. Okay, um, send, send him in the chat. I'll send him in the chat. Yeah, that's all right. Can you see it, Casey? Oh, my God. Perspectiva Tupinikin? <laughs> very good. Very good first attempt. Okay, we can give you one, one more chance. Just to try to... Gabriel, from 0 to 10, give him a, a mark. All right, I'll give him a seven. Yeah, it was good. It was quite good. Okay, yeah, I think that's acceptable. Yeah. Do you want to try one more time? We good? Do, do you want... Yeah, try one more time. Try one more time, Casey. Um, perspectiva to Pinikim? Yeah, that time yeah, was a yeah. solid eight and a half. Eight and a half, yeah. That, that was very good. Okay, all right. Awesome. All right, okay. So now we can continue... Okay, well done, well done. You you are approved and you are allowed to record with us now. Okay, whoo! Okay, I've got my boarding pass, fantastic. Thank you. Okay. Okay, fantastic. So, first thing first, um, Casey, please introduce yourself properly. Say your name, where you're from, um, where do you live, what do you do? Yeah. And a bit more about your international experiences. Okay. Um, Sure. So my name's Casey. Um, I'm coming uh, from. Well, I'm living in in Canberra in Australia. So this is this is where I've lived since I was little. Um, um, as far as international experience, um, I've lived overseas uh, for um, a few years, particularly in Latin America. Um, but I've also done a little bit of traveling through Europe. Um, And I'm a English as a foreign language teacher, guys, so no pressure, mm. but um, I'll be watching <laughs> and I'll be listening. Why would made that challenge with him? Don't be hard on us just because of the challenge, right? <laughs> and Casey, so you've mentioned that you've been like in quite a lot of places, I guess. And was it like a backpack experience you had? 
Um, yeah, so I, I guess it's been it's been different um, a few times. So I did do I did do some traveling um, in 2010, just the normal. Um, I spent sort of uh, five or six months in North America, just sort of traveling around with one of my high school friends. Um, that was good. I went and did a student exchange in Canada uh, as part of my bachelor degree. Um, and I think that's kind of something that sort of started me doing a bit more uh, traveling outside of uh, English-speaking countries and getting out in a, a few different sort of places. Mm. Um, so I did a student exchange at Brock University in Canada near Toronto and um, there were so many Brazilians there, guys. You have no idea. <laughs> it's like every 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 second person was Brazilian, um, <laughs> which was fantastic. It's always a good thing. Um, we... Um, I had, I had lots of friends there and uh, we did a few little trips around Canada. We also went to Cuba for um, a holiday, um, but I guess that was a lot of my experiences. And um, I also lived in um, Latin America, so primarily in Colombia, um, but I also spent a bit of time in Bolivia and I traveled through you know, down south through Argentina, Brazil, and in Central America and Mexico and stuff. Um, but yeah, I lived in Colombia mostly. So apparently, you know better. You know South America better than me and Gabriel together. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Probably, probably. Um, you, I'm sure Gabriel probably knows Australia better than me. I think he knows this area better than I do. Okay, um, Casey. So how long did you live? Um, how long did you live in Canada, in Toronto, and how long did you live in in Colombia? Okay, um, so I think Canada was about six months, more or less, uh, about half a year. And uh, in Colombia, um, it was about a bit over two years, I suppose. So it was... That's quite a lot. Yeah, it was a little while. Um, so I went um, to um, a few countries first. So I, I went to Bolivia first. After I finished my degree, um, I went to Bolivia Uh, I really wanted to learn, oh, actually, no, I went to Europe for a while, but then I went to Bolivia. I really wanted to learn to speak Spanish. All my friends in Canada, they all spoke at least two languages, and I was the only idiot that spoke one, <laughs> you know? So everyone's talking to me in a second language. So Canada so. was kind of like what triggered you to into like learning a new language and also maybe traveling South America, you reckon? Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, I actually wanted to learn Brazilian Portuguese. Mm -hmm. Um Just because, I mean, I, I knew lots of Brazilians there um, and lo lots of really nice people. They're also friendly, And right? I love... What's that? And they're also friendly. Yes, very, very <laughs> friendly. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I love Brazilians as well. Not being biased. Yeah, you like Brazilians too? Well, that's good. I think you're, you've got the right passport then. Yeah, yeah. No bias involved. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked, Mateus. Um, but yeah, I, I love the sound of Brazilian Portuguese too. So I wanted to learn that for a little while. Um, and I, I eventually started learning Spanish because I wasn't sure where I wanted to go, but I knew I could go to lots of different countries if I learned Spanish. Um, so yeah, I, I learned, I learned to speak Spanish and I went to Bolivia, um, to sort of live with a family and, and immerse myself and make sure I, I couldn't speak English and... Then I traveled around and I ended up uh, getting a job in, in Colombia and um, yeah. Nice. Yeah, quite a lot of experience. Mm -hmm. That's nice to see. It's nice to see how 
um, traveling and going out of your bubble, out of Australia, it opened kind of your mind because oh my God, um, yeah. you started trying to learn the different language and you started um, enjoying living abroad. So it we kind of um, relate me and Gabriel with, with the same same experience, right, Gabriel? Yeah, definitely. I mean, living abroad, I definitely opened up my mind a lot. Especially like you, I think you realize that the world is not like that small. It's not only like your country, your state, your city, and it's not that hard to travel abroad to live in other countries if you really want to. So I guess uh, you open a lot yeah. of, of my mind. And Casey, so you before you went there to to Latin America, so I guess you decided to go there because you you have met a lot of Brazilians and maybe also like other. Latin people in Canada, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, that's what made you decide to to go back there. Yeah, um, it's that's it's a good question. Um, I think a lot of the people that I knew, because I went to Canada, I was like, okay, great. I'll you know I'll get drunk and I'll get drunk and I'll go to parties <laughs> and I'll meet lots of Canadians, and that happened. But everyone was like Brazilian, man. Like, not quite, but there were. But so so you got drunk with you got drunk with the Brazilians, I guess. Uh, look, not not <laughs> only Brazilians. I mean, I had a lot of good friends. I had some very good friends from Germany, from Finland, from Austria, from Nicaragua. Um, but lots of yeah, there were lots of Brazilians, man. I can't I can't believe how many Brazilians there were. But Latin America for me was just this giant place that I knew existed, but I had no interest in it, and I think. Um, just spending a lot of time with um, with people from there, it just sort of was like, okay, well, this is this is a place that you know I'm kind of interested in, and so I thought um, I like the languages. I love. The, I can't speak Portuguese, unfortunately, but I love the sound of Brazilian Portuguese. Yet, yet, yes, I will <laughs> learn. I bought I bought a I bought a book about Portuguese. I'll read and I'll practice, but. Um, Uh, I like I like Latin American Spanish as well, so it was it all kind of fit, you know. It was it was a good place to go and learn and, and explore. I think. Mm, I see. So, um, Casey, that's that's quite a big change because you are from Australia and then you lived in Colombia, which is pretty much mm -hmm. um, on the other side of the planet. <laughs> I couldn't get much further away if I tried. Like it was, <laughs> yeah, there was, yeah, quite on the edge. <laughs> yeah, the language. The language is completely yeah. different. Um, the culture, I assume, is quite different as well. Um, oh, yeah. So I would Big say time. many aspects were quite new for you. So is there anything that kind of shocked you when, when you firstly arrived at South America and Colombia? Yeah. Is there any um, culture points that you're like, whoa? Yeah. Is that like real? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, when I first arrived, I first arrived in Bolivia. Um, and I was walking around and I just had this idea, you know, I hadn't really thought about it too much. I was like, oh, I'll just go to Bolivia and I'll find a Spanish school and, you know, it'll be great. And so I got there completely on my own. I didn't know anyone there. I didn't go with anyone. So I just rocked up. Um, and you didn't speak the language as well. Oh, I did. I did, but not very well. Just the basics. And I wasn't confident. Yeah, I had the basics and I probably understood much more than I could say, which is, you know, quite common. You got good receptive skills, but your productive skills aren't there. Um, and I remember walking around and I was, uh, first thing I realized when I got in the, in the taxi in, in Bolivia is that, um, yeah, like road rules are just optional. 
Well, no, road rules are optional, man. Like, it's, it's like a guideline. It's not a rule. <laughs> it's like a suggestion. You know, you should stop at red lights. Um, and it was, it was all a little bit crazy. And I remember I was walking around the streets and I was like, okay, I'm just going to find like, this is Spanish architecture, right? So I'll find like a plaza. I'll find a square, a little park. So I'm walking around and I walk to find this plaza and then I feel something kind of brush up against the back of my arm. And I'm like, oh man, I'm being robbed already. That was, that was quick. <laughs> Quicker than yeah, you expected. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it wasn't. It was, so I looked up and something grabbed my hand and I kid you not, it's a, it's a zebra. What? What? It's a it's a zebra, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a girl or a or a boy, I guess, in a zebra onesie that the Bolivian government pays to educate people about road safety. So they grab your hand and they walk you across. <laughs> and I this is my this is my first twenty minutes in in Latin America, and I was just like, oh man, I have to sit down. I don't know what the hell is happening. <laughs> What am I doing with my life? Yeah, what, I was like, what, what am I doing? How did I get here? And Casey, how old were you at the time? Oh, good question. Um, I think I was probably maybe maybe 22. Okay, okay. It was right after college, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't wait long. Oh, yeah, it was quite a first impression, I guess. Yeah, oh man, it was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and I... Did you learn how to cross? Yeah, yeah. Just, um, just wait for the zebra to grab you, and then go, go, with it, go with the flow. Amazing. That's yeah. what that's what you do in Brazil, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. No. But in Brazil, it's not a zebra. Yeah, yeah. It's a different animal. But that's all right. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, tomato. Tomato. <laughs> and Casey. So I mean, you had this like, first impression there, and was there anything else that like really caught your attention in terms of like culture? that you can remember now yeah in in bolivia or latin america generally in latin america in general yeah uh latin america generally um i think um yeah absolutely i think it's a very common understanding when, when you start to meet um latin american people and you start making plans and things is that um uh somehow when you cross the oceans on the airplane the concept of time changes <laughs> <laughs> and so when you're in Latin America, I mean, six o'clock is eight o'clock, you know, something like it's so, uh, it's sort of a thing, you know, it's it's different ideas of uh, punctuality, I guess. Um, different ways of making plans was something um, that I, I sort of learned pretty quickly that it's more of like like the road rules in Bolivia. It's like a guideline. It's a suggestion. You can you can you can follow it or you can not follow it. It's up to you. <laughs> so I guess you arrived pretty early to the parties. At first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, you said eight o'clock, so it's eight o'clock. I'm here. What's going on? You know. Um, <laughs> and it's only you there. Not even the host is there yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, look. I mean, I found I found the people there to be um, just really, really. Um, really really kind with me i was just a random gringo guy just doing my own thing and, and people were really nice to me <laughs> i love the gringo oh yeah 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 i was just this random guy and i was walking around and i said all sorts of ridiculous things because my spanish wasn't good yet um oh one thing actually people are too polite sometimes in latin america you know really really um 
Yeah, too polite with term, with language. You hear stories about people who learn French, yeah? Yeah. And people in Paris or whatever, they always, you can, doesn't matter how good your French is, it's still shit to the French. Yeah. You know, you'll never be accepted. I've been there, I've experienced that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so the French, uh, and I'm sorry to pick on the French, but that's the stereotype. That's, that's, that's what I've heard. Um, and I think my experience is Latin Americans are almost, they're too quick to accept you. Because you can say absolute gibberish, you can talk so badly, and they'll be like, it's perfect. You are the best Spanish speaker we've ever heard. Casey, that's very interesting because me and Gabriel we were discussing um, this, um, I think, a few days ago in another episode of our podcast. And that's true because, I don't know, we kind of have this, this, this habit of treating um, foreign people and, as you say, gringos, especially well i mean mm. even better than my yeah. own um local friends because i don't know it, yeah. it makes sense the guys the guy the girl is coming from far away is coming from abroad him or her they don't speak yeah. the language properly so we kind of feel um obligated to introduce him or her to our friends to make him feel good in our home country so it's it's i think it's a i would say It's a feature of, of our culture to try to make the, our guests feel comfortable, feel welcome, feel warmed at, at, at home, uh, which is one yeah. thing that we did not feel when we were abroad, me in Canada, mm-hmm. me here in the United mm-hmm. Kingdom. So I didn't feel this mm-hmm. that much. So maybe that's a feature from the, the, the South American culture. What do you think about Gabriel? Yeah, I, I kind of agree because we were actually discussing like that one thing that we we're expecting when we moved abroad it's kind of like you feel special you know in the other country like bec- this special treatment just because you are uh, foreign yeah but when when i got like to in england or here for example you don't feel like very special you're just like one more foreign <laughs> you know but i guess that's because maybe here there are like so many so it's kind of like yeah you're just one more Yeah, what do you think about this, mm. Casey? Because the reason me and Gabriel discussed that we didn't receive this special treatment is because, for example, Gabriel is a Brazilian living in Australia. But just like him, you have a Japanese living in Australia, you have an Indonesian living in Australia, you have many other 15 different nationalities living in Australia. So he's just mm. one another foreign people. Um, but in the opposite side, in your case, that you were in Australia, living in Colombia, I think you d- they don't have that many people from abroad living there. So that's why um, you you receive such a special treatment. Yeah, yeah. Do you agree with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I, I do. It's interesting. I, I think I think it's a... Um, I have two things to say about it, I think, just off the top, is that, yeah, I agree with you. Um, and I think I really, really appreciated that. I always felt, I always felt really welcome. And I was treated... I had so many lovely people who went out of their way. They did not have to be nice to me and they were so nice to me in Bolivia. Um, in Bolivia, especially also Colombia. Um, really, really sweet. Um, and I think the fact that I was there and I was interested in their country and I wanted to learn the language, um, that was you know enough. And, and people were really, really sweet. And I'm sorry, it hasn't been reciprocated here. You know, um, <laughs> nah, but, come on, Casey. <laughs> Gabriel was crying about this a few days ago. Oh, buddy, it's all right. <laughs> I'll give you a cuddle later, hey? All right, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I know where you live. Um, yeah, um, I think there's. I think there's basically. I'm sure there's a sociological term for it, and I don't know because I never studied anything sociological. But there's there's a lot of bias here, um, and so I think when you are in another country, uh, sometimes people are very keen to show a really good side of their country. They're very they want people to like their country and they want people to like the people. So they give you a very good experience. And you're right. They at times I was aware that I was getting. You know this sort of treatment. I was getting, I was, I was getting essentially the benefit of the doubt, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I got probably better treatment in Colombia than I would have got in my own country in Australia. Um, and it's interesting because that that gets reciprocated mm-hmm. in that when I'm when I'm overseas and when I'm you know learning about a country. And so right now we're talking about Latin America, but I think this applies to other countries, right? Um, so if I find. And would you say it, it happened the same thing in Canada as well with the Canadians and towards you? Um, maybe a little bit. I mean, I can't really remember. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> different ch- when everyone's ch- drunk. When remember, everyone's right? kind of well, yeah. When everyone's kind of twenty-one and drunk, it's hard to remember <laughs> all the all the sociological <laughs> nuance. Yeah, makes sense. But I'm sure I, I'm sure I had a good time. I can't remember exactly, but I'm sure I was happy. Um. But I think I have, I am now biased towards these countries that I've spent time in, just the way that people were kind of biased towards me. And that sounds like it's sort of unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I try, I find myself basically, I find myself more critical of Australia than I am of Colombia, right? And I mean, Colombia gets a bad reputation, right? Because, you know, people talk about cocaine and they talk about, insecurity and they talk about all this stuff which is you know which is a part of colombia but a very very small part mm-hmm. and but i always feel like i'm colombia's number one bloody defender because everyone's always like oh ha, ha, pablo escobar and i'm like <laughs> fantastic very original i've never heard that so original good for you <laughs> i know wow it must have taken you all night to come up with that <laughs> um but um I think, I don't think that's, my point is, I don't think that's limited to Latin America. Like if I'm going to find myself in the future in Latin America again, or, you know, if I find myself somewhere in, in Asia or in the subcontinent or whatever, you know, I, I feel like when you have a good experience like that and when you're understanding and you're invested in a culture and in a people, you get this kind of, you do kind of get this preferential treatment or I have, but you also reciprocate it in a way that you become much kinder towards that country like i am critical of australia and i'm complimentary of colombia that sometimes does not make sense that's amazing <laughs> so colombia's got its problems you would say that makes a cycle right so once you're um properly treated like treated well in a country um you're prone to treat people back um well as the same way yeah i think that's logical yeah i think that's logical and i feel like there's some sort of cultural aspect to it in that you I think you just give the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you think about the way people phrase things differently, the way people talk about things differently, they eat differently, they drink differently, they party differently. You automatically kind of give it the benefit of the doubt. You go, oh my God, that's different. That's so much better. You don't automatically go, that's worse. You go automatically, that's better. Mm-hmm. And so you end up biased. Oh well, yeah. You know, in a happy yeah. way, but a positive way, but you end up biased. 
Um, it makes sense. So, so you you think you are you are, you are totally biased towards Colombia now? I mean, if you were to say like yeah. describe the country and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I feel like um, I feel like if you ask me a question about Colombia and you ask me the same question about Australia, I feel like I will put more positive spin on the Colombian one, and I'll be more critical of the Australian one. Even though you live in Australia from. Until you are 18, right? 19, 20 something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been here. I've been back here um, substantially for mm -hmm. you know, three years now too. So, I mean, Australia is my country. Australia is where I'm from. But um, yeah, I, I don't know exactly why that is. But I think I'm biased. Yeah, I'm, eh. I'm aware that I'm biased. <laughs> We can relate with this. And, and Casey, yeah. and how much has your view changed since you came back from Latin America? I mean... So before you went there, you kind of have had like this view of them, and how, mm -hmm. how is it now? I mean, how much has it changed in, from, well, from the, your perspective? The, the, the funny thing is, I didn't actually have a view. So I was before I went. I mean, okay, like before before I went to Canada, like I knew Latin America existed. I knew you guys were over there oh, somewhere. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Appreciate yeah. that. Brazil, you exist, uh, but. I never thought about it. Like, it's just, I mean, it's very disparate, right? It's, it's like you said, when you said I went as far away as I possibly could, I did. We don't have anything in common. Our economies aren't linked. Our culture is completely different. We speak a different language. Our food is different. There's nothing that ties us together. There's nothing that ties, as the sport is different, you know? We are on the same planet. That's the only thing. Well, yeah, kind of. Like, you're sort of around <laughs> the other side there. Like, we don't see you very often, but yeah, we know you're there. So I think I just, I mean, I had very basic stereotypes and ideas probably, um, but I was actually really quite a, a blank slate when I went there. So mm -hmm. that might've made it more interesting. And I think I was, you know, I was feeling very positive. It was a very positive, happy time in my life. And I think I probably projected a lot of that. And I, you know, I, I came away with a very positive experience, but I, I did have a good experience. You know, I met, I met fantastic people lovely people um i had good time i never nothing bad ever happened to me there you know i just really? seemed to stumble from yeah. two years no i never got the the most interesting thing that happened to me um is that so i never got i never got robbed um so my my girlfriend at the time uh did a couple of times which was you know which was very upsetting um but Uh, it, no, no, nothing ever happened to me. Someone tried to rob me in Rio, <laughs> but not, not in Bogota. Uh, What a surprise! <laughs> All right, okay. So let, let's let's remove this from from the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Edit that out. Um, but no, I mean the most interesting thing that happened to me. I mean you have to be careful. I was careful. I'm I'm not going to say it's exactly the same. I put my wallet in my front pocket okay, in Bogota. That's basics. In, in, in Australia, I put it in the back. I don't, I don't care. You know, they have the phrase in Colombia, you shouldn't uh, dar papaya. You shouldn't give papaya. You shouldn't, um, uh -huh, yeah. which means, yeah, you have that there, right? You shouldn't make, don't, don't make, don't make it easy. No, Casey, in Portuguese, não dá mole. Mole. What's that? Não dá mole. Mole. <laughs> No, no, not translate that. Okay, all right. Oh, okay, all right. It can go, it can go very bad if you try to translate. It's one of those things. 
One of those things. Yeah, okay, don't. I'm better off not knowing. Yeah. <laughs> but Casey, was there anything in particular? I mean, like those little things, you know, like those small things that you really loved in Colombia and that you don't have here in, in Australia, in Canberra, for example? Ooh. Can you remember of like the, the little things? The people. Oh, 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 man. That's, a, that's actually a massive question. Um, I think... Um, what I miss more than anything, and I'm going back to me being biased, actually, I think in, I've, I've had a lot of time, as you know, we haven't been traveling much, right? I've been reflecting a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah we both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think just, I miss, I miss Colombia because I miss people in Colombia, you know, and I miss people that were really... It just seemed so random that I had met these people, you know, like really, if I'm born in Australia, you're born in Colombia or you're born in, you know, somewhere so far away, you, you shouldn't meet like the, the, the odds are really low. Yeah, exactly. I have no right to meet this person. So it always felt like an adventure. It's like, why do we even, why, how are we even together now? You know, how did we even meet each other? Bonding. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think what I miss the most of anything is simply being in a place. And in this case, it was Colombia. You know, in the future, it might be Colombia again. It might be Mexico. It might be, you know, it might be somewhere in Asia. Who knows, right? But Brazil. 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 Yeah, Brazil. I don't know. Um, uh, Brazil, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Japan. Who knows? Um, I miss being biased. And what I mean by that is I miss this situation where you suddenly open up and you have this positive view and you are giving everything the benefit of the doubt and you are just trying to make everything positive. And for me, that has been my experience when I've been overseas. I think I try harder to have a positive experience overseas than I do in Australia. And that's probably like maybe you know, a character flaw on my part, but that's the honest truth. Mm, okay. So it's kind of like you always see the glass half full. Absolutely. That. That's 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 exactly right. Yeah. When I'm overseas and it doesn't matter the country, the glass is half full, right? And here it's, you know, it's, sometimes it's half full, sometimes it's half empty. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that's, that's my... Casey. That's my takeaway. So I've got a question for you. So if you, mm. once you are abroad... You already made it very clear that's quite interesting, especially especially if you're in South America. So you felt that um, this special, let's say, treatment, people are different, people are, um, mm -hmm. the way they relate with each other uh, is quite different. But um, don't, you already said that that's uh, your biased view as well, because you were there for, mm -hmm. for, for a period. Um, don't you think that this feeling would fade away if you live a bit longer in that country. So, for example, let's say you said you live there for two years. Mm -hmm. Let's say you live for mm -hmm. three, five, six. Um, don't you think mm -hmm. that with time you just get used to it and then after a while you just be like normal life, you wouldn't be surprised, you wouldn't be feeling that extra um, pump of energy anymore? Or yep. you, you think you, yep. you just continue as it is in the beginning, as it was in the beginning? Yeah, um, I think of it uh, like any relationship, there's a honeymoon period, right? So you have a first few months when everything is, oh my God, it's so amazing and perfect and beautiful. And then, you know, and then it starts getting a little bit less 
less beautiful less and exciting. more sort of yeah, less exciting, more more kind of like farting and more real life sort of stuff, you know, yeah. like you say. Um, I think that's that's definitely true. So it does wear off after a while. And look, I wasn't in Colombia that long. There are a lot of people that, you know, from England or Australia or whatever that have lived in Colombia for, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Um, in my experience of only really two years I think it does fade and you do get into a routine and it does become more normalized. But I find that um, still having ties with someone from a culture that's completely different to your own, I think it strengthens those connections because it's almost like you've connected with someone on a very human level in spite of massive differences. So the way that you've grown up and the way that you've looked at the world, you know, it's either similar despite being far away or it's different and you've made friends anyway. So it's it's different to someone that is exactly the same as you and it means that those connections are stronger, in my opinion. Man, that's deep. Oh. Yeah, very, well, very interesting. And, and and I think me and Mateus we totally like related to it when we went like to Swansea for the first time. Yeah. It was quite like a was yeah, we, we talked about that before, mate, me and you, and it was such like an interesting an in- incredible experience mm-hmm. and I think we've changed a lot because of that do you think like you came back as like a a different person or like in terms of yeah. how you see how you treat people how you see the world and... yeah yeah I think um, funnily enough look I've I don't think I've, I've always tried to be um, just generally kind to people you know um, like like anyone but I think Having seen so much and met so many people that, you know, I you know, I almost shouldn't have, you know, because it was so different, you know, it was such yeah. a random thing. Um, I, I actually, the world became, it didn't become bigger for me, it actually became smaller because the more I saw, the more I realized, holy crap, man, if this is just like, this is, this is like... A bunch of people in One this country. Right? Well, not even that. It's like it's a small section of a neighborhood within a district, within a city, within a country. I'm like, how? I mean, it's it's crazy. And I just it the whole scale of all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually, the more you see, the smaller it got for me. I see. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, mm. Casey, yeah, would you say that? So, with all of your international experience, living in Canada, living in, in Colombia, um, so going back to Australia, would you say that you took um, some some features, some some things that you learned and that you observed abroad, and did you take anything back home with you? A different. Um, habit or yeah i think my english got worse <laughs> i don't know you started treating people differently back home yeah yeah okay um i think uh that's a that's a really big question as to did i treat people did i treat people differently um i don't know i think probably what i came back with is still treating people more or less the same way but in in consistent with how the world just got smaller and smaller I feel like I got kind of more curious right um, and so I met when I met people from other countries and I made a lot of really really good really important friends just like Gabriel um, sit just like Gabriel <laughs> right just like Gabriel um, I became even more curious and I wanted to know more about their lives in their countries if that makes sense 
So, um, you know, I'm just more alert and more interested, I guess, in where people are from. And I often think, you know, I have a job where I, I basically uh, look at people's lives. Mm-hmm. People send me their entire life in, in documents and I put it together. And I often think, you know, mm-hmm. man, I wonder if I had been born in this country. Is this what I would be doing? You know, how much would be similar to what I'm doing now and how much would be different? Um, I guess, yeah, just just trying to... Um, I'm just curious about lots of places, I think. That's, I, I asked this question at the, firstly because um, I'm, I'm Brazilian and I'm living in the UK, but I've lived in the UK before. And when I came back to Brazil for the first time, uh, you know, people here in the UK, they apologize for every single thing in their life. So if they look at you for more than one <laughs> second, so I'm sorry. And I think that same applies for Canada because there yeah. were colonies of the the British Empire, so um, Australia and Canada. I think that's the same thing. So when I came uh, back from living, yeah. come back um, when I went back to live in Brazil after living a while in in, in the UK, I took um, that habit with me to apologize for every single thing which is completely normal in the United Kingdom. But in Brazil, people started <laughs> looking at me like, why? Why are you apologizing for, for doing nothing? <laughs> for nothing. Yeah, for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Canada is famous for that. Um, Canada, yeah. I mean, you see that in movies, like someone you can... The stereotype is you walk up, you punch someone in the face in Canada, they'll be like, oh, sorry, my, my head got in the way of your fist. Sorry, eh? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, in case. And do you, do you have like this like habit or like food that you still cook, for example, after coming back from Colombia or like this little habit that you learned there? Oh, it's interesting you say that. I actually had um, kind of, and you know, I think I have this weird thing uh, where um, I basically, depending on the person, right? Because you miss different people at different times, right? So... When I miss someone and I'm thinking about someone a lot, I try and eat food from their country. <laughs> it's this weird thing that I do. So, you know, if it's I would say it's very unique. Yeah, or maybe I'm just I'm just fat, you know, maybe I'm just becoming like a fat person. I'm thinking like a fat person. Um, but not that there's anything wrong with that, but um, yeah, so absolutely. I mean today I had batacones, uh, which is like the it's kind of fried okay. banana thing, so it's a Colombian meal. Um Uh, look, I've got a I've got a very very good friend uh, in Pakistan, and sometimes when I miss her, I I you know I make a point. I'm like, okay, I've got to eat a biryani or something. You know, I've got to eat something from there. Or if I miss someone from another country, I look for some food that's from that country. So I guess that's that's probably the main sort of weird. Thing. <laughs> that's very very interesting. I've never heard anything, not even close to this. Yeah. I know, yeah, look, I think, look, I, I'm not sure I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm normal and I'm not sure if that's, that's like, oh my God, he's unique or, oh man, this guy's a freak, you know, uh, but like, when I miss people, I just call them or look at photos, pictures or anything. Oh, look, I call them. I do that too. Of course. Of course I do that, you know, but, um, no, it's not a conscious thing. Sometimes I will be basically... I'll be like, oh man, I really want to eat, you know, this food. And then I think I'm doing that subconsciously because I'm missing that person. And it's my stupid coronavirus isolation <laughs> way of being closer to them. Okay, that, that's a point. So just 
after cooking you realize that you're doing that because you're missing that specific person from that specific country, right? Yeah, I guess so. I think, look, I've, I'm only just thinking about this now. I only just realized <laughs> that I do this, but I think I do. Um, and it's sort of semi-conscious. And I think you're thinking about the person and obviously nationality is a big part of your identity, right? And maybe that just starts your brain thinking along those lines. I'm not sure exactly where it starts and where it ends and how conscious it is. It just kind of happens. Man, you should write a book about this. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's a thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm now I'm now I'm thinking I'm very strange. I'm a very strange person, but that's all right. <laughs> no, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Casey, any place, any plans to get back there in Colombia or? Uh, look, it's an excellent question. Um, I think um, it's it's going to depend on a lot of things. Obviously, right now. Um, I mean, when you when you are able to. <laughs> it's going to be very hard to get anywhere. Uh, look, it's complicated. There, there are people that I really want to see in lots of different parts of the world. Of course, there are people I really, really want to see in Colombia. So I would like to go back there. Definitely. No question. Um, I'd also like to go visit. Um, look, I, I really want to visit some people in Pakistan. I want to visit some people Brazil. in Europe. Um, Colombia is a big one. Brazil. Brazil. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go to what's that fish thing you made for me, man? The bahia? The bahia? Say it thing? again. Bahia. There's like a fish soup. Baja? 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 The state? Is it Baja? A beach? Baja? No, Belo Horizonte? <laughs> Belo Horizonte? No, no, no. Remember the food that Kido cooked? Ah, Bahia. The, the, um, Bahia. That like... Bahia. Bahia. Yeah, that's a yeah. state in Brazil. It's Bahia. really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go to Bahia, man. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, I, I, miss, I miss people and... And depending on the person, I will go to that place, right? You know. Okay, but I think. if you're talking about um, living like abroad, long term, not just visiting, would you consider um, going, um, living abroad again, leaving your home country, leaving um, your culture behind? Oh, I think I definitely will. I think I, I know I, I actively plan to. I actively plan to. I hope my, I hope my work isn't listening to this. Um, <laughs> But no, I, I definitely, I definitely want to, because I'm, I am, I understand that it is a flawed process and it's not really fair. But the reality is, black and white, I enjoy myself more overseas because I'm glass half full. I'm biased. I can't help it. I have a better time. I don't know. I just think I enjoy life more. At least now, in my uh, <coughs> late twenties. Um, you know, wh while I'm still young-ish, I think definitely I'll be overseas. Absolutely. I mean, I'm an English teacher, man. Like, I can I can go wherever I want, sort of. Yes, yes, I see. Um, that's so complex and interesting at the same time, Casey, because um, you're talking about living abroad. That means um, leaving your country behind, leaving your culture, your relatives, your friends, um, your culture, your mother language. So that means quite a lot isn't it it's, it's like quite a big deal it's it's just my experience that um i basically it's maybe it's a little bit like this is probably a terrible metaphor but maybe it's a little bit like being on drugs you know everything's just a little bit better you know and everything's just a little bit more interesting and you just yeah. feel a little bit more positive um not that i do drugs but you know this is what people say right um 
So that's probably the really basic way that I can explain it. I really hope your work isn't listening to this. <laughs> I said I said I don't do drugs, man. Come on. Help me out here. Help me out. Help me out. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking with you. Yeah. But yeah, but I I I understand that like this oh the glass is always like half full, especially when you know your time is limited abroad. You kind of like want to enjoy everything and yeah. you want to do everything that you can. So every weekend counts, every day counts. Like every time you go to the, exactly, to the supermarket exactly. to buy rice or to buy whatever you want, it's an adventure, you know, because it's a different language. You see like different people. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, it's, I, I tell people like everyone like, should like, have like, it should be able to, to have like this experience and should afford these, I mean. Because it's it changed our life, I guess, like living abroad. Yeah, I mean, it it does, and it's a massive privilege. Um, it's a massive, massive privilege. So the fact that we can, you know, the fact that it's even an option for us um, is really amazing, and I think we should, you know, we should try and be really, really grateful for it. But I think it's almost like at times, uh, it's like it's like you're supposed to be in jail or something and you get off right so then all of, you're not even supposed to be there the people you meet you're not even supposed to meet them the things you do you're not even supposed to see it's so unnatural that you just plop yourself into a completely foreign place so you do you make the most of it final considerations conclusions outcome for anyone in a similar situation as yours which is considering exploring the world, what would you say? Um, I would say just um, just be like, a, be like a Nike running shoe and just do it <laughs> and uh, follow your heart. <laughs> Not sponsored. No, no, no plug. I'll have $500, please. Thank you. Um, no, just, just do it. And, and if you're traveling with friends or you're doing something, Do your own thing. If your friend wants to do something and you want to do something else, go alone. Do your own thing. Do your own adventure, whatever that is, whatever your vision is. How matter, it doesn't matter how stupid it is. Just do your thing. Don't don't go along with someone else's trip. Do your own trip. You make your own friends as you go. So would you say, to end this all, would you say that living abroad in your experience was a positive or a negative experience? Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. It was, it was fantastic. And I hope it will continue to be once the pandemic is over. Very good. Uh, all right, Casey. Amazing, uh, amazing. Gabriel, do you agree? Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, living abroad is something that everyone should have the opportunity to do. And Casey, do you have any shout outs? Oh, no, man. Yeah, I do. But like, if I do some... To your Colombian friends or your Latin American friends? No, look, look. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, no, look, I mean, I think a, a shout out, I'm not going to say a shout out to anyone specifically um, because... Um, I think there are lots of people that I've, I've probably, they've realized I'm talking about them when I've been talking um, and there are just so many people and I, I would hate to forget anyone. So just to anyone that I've come across and anyone that I've, you know, yeah. Fair enough. Diplomatic. That's fair. Fair play. All right, cool. Okay, so Casey, we are extremely grateful to have you here in, in this show. Thank you very much for 
um, invest in your time to share your experiences, your Australian experiences um, to me, Gabriel, and the entire planet. Um, it's been a great pleasure. Yeah, it's right, been Gabriel? great. Thanks a lot, Casey. And I hope maybe to see you in a future episode. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. It was, it was really, really fun. It felt like 20 minutes. It's been much longer. So I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, so maybe we should schedule part two of the show, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everyone. So I think that's it for today, right, Gabriel? Yeah, that's it, guys. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Perspectiva Tupiniquim. And if you have any suggestions, comments, just send us a message there. And yeah, that's it. I hope to see you in the next episode. Perspectiva Tupiniquim. All right, Casey. Le le last time challenge. Perspectiva Eu tenho uma coisa. Eu tenho perspectiva to Pinikim. <laughs> yeah. Yes, very good, Casey. Very good. <laughs> All right, guys. So with these final words, we say goodbye to you and I see you next time. See you. See you guys. Thanks.